0: Sequence card, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. When we're baptized as Christians, we are joined to Jesus Christ, become part of the body of Christ. And Jesus, among the many things that he did, was a priest, a prophet, and a king. Three key roles from the Old Testament that he embodied in himself in one person. God-men, priest, prophet, and king. So when we are baptized and joined to him, we, all of us, all of the baptized, become priests, prophets, and kings. We can see that when we comes to our priest, to, to, our, to father so-and-so. But what does that mean for us as laypeople? What does it mean to say that we are priests, prophet, and kings in Jesus Christ? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that, as always, we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined this week in studio by Renee Kranz. Hi, Renee.
1: Hello. Happy Chris. birthday, Renee. Hey, thanks.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be long past, but well, yes. and people don't know when we're recording. Right. I'm not going to tell you. It's around the time you're hearing this, but we'll right. just leave
1: it at that. Right. Yes. It is my birthday. It is your
0: birthday. So. Um,
1: and I have to spend it with Dr.
0: Berkowitz. You get to spend. And I'm pretty sure I said have to. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I think it's a great. <laughs> The greatest <laughs> gift a person can receive. Done birthday. Uh, so, Renee, this is, um, when I proposed this topic, you were excited about mm-hmm. this topic. Can you explain why? I, I, unusually so. Because <laughs> usually it's
1: whatever. Chris, yeah, it's like, whatever, right. just pick something. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, this is something that actually is very confusing for many people. Because they hear this, and they'll hear someone refer to, for instance, Bishop DeGroote has actually used this uh, in homilies, in different videos he's done. Um, and they are very confused by something that sounds like you're elevating yourself to a place you shouldn't be elevating mm-hmm. yourself to. So there's a lot of confusion, and sometimes you'll get some comments or something, how dare you, da-da-da, and it's like, well, well, actually, he's right on. Yeah, he is.
0: <laughs> it's, it's the biblical truth, it's the theological truth mm-hmm. that we all, by virtue of our baptism, become, in Jesus Christ, priests. Prophets and kings. It
1: just sounds weird to us. Uh, (laughs) If if you don't understand it, if you haven't been exposed to it, it sounds like, whoa. Right, right. And I think that's,
0: so just to to riff on that for a minute, I think that's true about a lot of our, you know, I mean, a lot of us as Catholics, especially if we're cradle Catholics, you know, you grow up and you go to religious education or catechism class or whatever. And, like in, when you're in school, when you're mm-hmm. you know a child and a teenager. Um, and let's be honest, for most of us, so I'm starting with myself, a lot of that stuff went in one ear and out the other. So, or was never taught at all. Or was never taught. So either I never heard it at all, right. or maybe I heard it, but it didn't stick. Right. Uh, and maybe that's because it just wasn't effectively delivered, or maybe it wasn't effectively received. <laughs> right. Um, and then we go through our life, and then we hear, and wait, what we believe? What? Right. I, nobody ever told <laughs> me that growing up. Well, that's meh. maybe they did, or maybe they didn't. Right. But the fact of the matter is this is what we believe yeah. as Catholics.
1: I feel like this is one of those things, because there are some things that, no, you had to have known that. But this is one of those things that I think can slip through the cracks, especially— yep. Uh, with the poor catechesis that was going on for several decades. Yep.
0: Yep. So. Yep. And I do, th- I mean, and I can see the reason I could see why maybe, uh, in some cases people might, um, be thrown off by the language is, well, no, I'm not a priest. Right. Well, like, no, he's or the priest. Prophet. And, 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 and there is, cause there is also, and I'm not having seen the, the literal responses that you're speaking of, um, you know, in our in our culture, there is a strong cultural trend to, to make everybody the same, yes. be equal. Yes. Uh, and that's not at all the Catholic understanding of reality. No. God has created all of us with a fundamental value, dignity, and equality fundamentally, but we all have different gifts and so yep. on. Yep. So I can see some people might be looking at, oh, here's the church, just trying to make everybody the same again. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. No, no. There are, especially when it comes to uh, understand the priestly side of this. Mm-hmm. There is a fundamental distinction between the the priesthood of the baptized and the, the or, or the the um, priesthood of the faith, the lay faithful, and the priesthood of the ordained. Right. They are right. different different kinds of priesthoods. Yes, but all of it is. But but nonetheless, the lay the lay participation in Christ's priesthood is a real one. Right. We'll yeah. get into that in detail, but I, I think it it might be sort of a misunderstanding. Um, kind of thinking the church is selling out in some way.
1: Right. But right.
0: she's not. Right. This has always been what she's
1: believed. Yes. Yes. In fact, I think believe it's in the Bible.
0: I believe I believe it is. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it is. It's really
1: um, actually there. Yeah, 1 yeah. Peter, uh,
0: St. Peter, and I think it's his first letter, he talks about how we are a kingdom of priests, a royal nation, yeah. uh, a royal priesthood. A kingdom of priests, a royal priesthood, a people set apart. Yes. It's a rough paraphrase of and what I, he says.
1: And I think, wasn't it just recently in a reading, within the last month or two, the priest-prophet-king thing was actually, isn't that like said somewhere? It may have been. And maybe it's, I wonder if it's a psalm thing. It, it goes be. through each one, a priest. Uh, yeah, I think it does.
0: So, yeah. So what I, th- there's, um, I want to kind of put thing. you on the spot here. Uh, <laughs> not on the spot, but um, what, what what I want to do, and if this ends up being, a, this might end up being a two-parter. Right. We'll see how, um, but because you just for yourself as a Catholic, mm-hmm. but also because you've seen some of the questions mm-hmm. and potential confusion that people have around mm-hmm. this topic, um, we could start off by you sort of just posing questions that you might have about this. What I definitely want to do, whether we start with this or we we, we, we get to it after we start with the questions, um, it's kind of looking at the scriptural basis right. for what it means to say that Jesus is priest, prophet, and king, mm-hmm. um, and then a little bit at how that means that all the baptized are that. But then I, I definitely want to get into what the catechism says, because yeah, yeah. the catechism gives a couple few pages to oh. how we as lay people are joined to Jesus and participate in his threefold office Right. role is kind of an uh, an informal term, but the, the office of Jesus as priest, right. prophet, and king.
1: I, I think a lot of it, well, no, I'll stop because this might be what the the back and forth comes. So you go ahead. Okay. I'm All gonna- right. So <laughs> <laughs> R-
0: Renee Kranz turning over, new, turning over a new leaf on her birthday and restraining herself. So Jesus is, um, What's Jesus's last name, Renee?
1: Christ. <laughs> no,
0: right. that, that is the answer I'm looking for. It's not really, as we know. This, I'm, I'm kidding. This it's not nice, actually the
1: name. Jesus. No, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus
0: Bar Joseph, the right. son of Joseph, right. uh, is what he probably how he would have been distinguished. Um, but that 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 title that be sort of for a lot of us we might subconsciously treat it as his last, last name, name. Um, Christ. Uh, you, you, I think you know this, you, if you remember it is another thing. Right. Uh, mm. What does Christ mean?
1: Uh, Savior? Mm. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, it's an M word. It's a what? M word. M word. M- Messiah. Yeah. Sorry. Messiah. Yeah.
0: Now, now we're, we're let's go for the bonus round, Renee. Yeah. So Christ is a Greek word Christos, which, uh, is how the Hebrew word Messiah or Mashiach is Translated oh, into okay. Greek, okay. Messiah. Any idea what the word Messiah?
1: He who saves. No. Ah, that's Emmanuel.
0: Yes. Nice. Uh, well, no. Emmanuel is God with us.
1: God with. <laughs> I am batting uh, Jesus. A zero. Jesus
0: is God saves means to
1: God okay. saves. So, what does Messiah mean?
0: Do you know? Yeah. This is this I is the know. bonus round. So no.
1: Well, or you if I know, know I'm I, not thinking yeah. of it right.
0: It now. means anointed one. Okay, yeah. So, uh, King David is the figure. So, when people were starting to sort of guess, realize, rejoice in the idea that Jesus of Nazareth was the Messiah, what that meant is he is the new King David because David was the anointed one of the old of the Old Testament. Then right. the Jewish people had been waiting for the new David, the new Messiah, the new anointed one.
1: So when you talk about anointed with kings, what does that mean?
0: Well, that they were so in David's case, Samuel, the prophet Samuel, mm-hmm. literally went and poured oil, okay. uh, and the Holy Spirit rushed upon him. Okay. So um, it means it, but then kings were anointed. So it's it, it's a ritual um, which is meant to convey uh, either symbolize or actually convey some sort of authority or so power.
1: Not the same as ordained.
0: Uh, yeah, no, not, not no. Correct, okay. correct. Um, so, so David um, is this great figure in the Old Testament, and David was a king. Right, he's the king of of the Jews of the Israel of Israel. He's the king of Israel. Um, um, he was a prophet. He wrote the Psalms. Oh, right. Um, but he was all he also, even though he was not, um, a, a Levite, he was not of the tribe of Levi, he was of the tribe of Judah. Mm-hmm. He takes on a priestly role when the in, um, uh, one of the books of Samuel, I'm blanking right now, I think it's Second Samuel, maybe five. Uh, David is bringing the Ark of the Covenant mm. to Jerusalem mm-hmm. and he has priestly vestments on, okay, and he is. Um, ritually dancing before mm-hmm. the Ark. Mm-hmm. So he is uh, taking the role of a priest. So the, you know, the, the, these three roles are, had been held by distinct people. And there, there are Levitical priests. Mm-hmm. But in, in David, we see the three of them coming together. Um, so the the Davidic kings, David and then Solomon, and on from there, the Davidic kings had this sort of threefold role, threefold office of being not just king but also prophet and priest.
1: Okay. So all of them after that.
0: Yeah. Okay. It seems so at least. So um, when it comes to, I don't want to spend a lot of time. So fast forward. So for Jesus to be the the the, the long awaited Messiah, the mm-hmm. long awaited successor of David, he also will be priest prophet and king Mm -hmm. so that's sort of and and that and he was so jesus is a priest so what does a priest do
1: sanctifies
0: Um, and and
1: offers sacrifices
0: so Mm -hmm. yeah well what distinguishes a priest from others is a pre in in the 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 most universal sense like pagan priests christian priests what does a priest do not just a, a religious figure. What does a priest do among all kinds of religious figures—wise men, gurus, and so on? A priest offers sacrifice. So Jesus offered Himself mm-hmm. as the sacrifice mm-hmm. for our sins. Um, a prophet, Jesus spoke God's truth right. um, in, 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 in the way he, he he said to he taught everything the Father asked him to ta- teach, right. and but and he is also king. Right, he is king of the Jews, king of, as as we're about to celebrate on the final Sunday of Ordinary Time, he is our Lord Jesus Christ, king King of of the universe. Um, So Jesus is all of those. Now, to be a Christian means um, once you're baptized, as as I said at at the beginning, we're joined to Jesus. So we participate in different ways um, in his threefold role. Uh, office of being priest, prophet, and king. Every one of us. Mm -hmm. And this has always Mm -hmm. been understood. I already Mm -hmm. mentioned how it's talked about um, in... one of Saint Peter's two letters, I can't remember which which it is right now, but he talks about it, and this is harkening back to an ancient idea that the Israelites had. The, the, God's original plan before the golden calf episode this goes way back to Exodus before the golden calf episode um, at Mount, Mount Sinai. God's desire was that um, the the entire nation would be a, a, it be a, a, a kingdom, a nation of priests. Um, where it's not just one tribe, but the men of every wow. tribe, or at least some men of every tribe, would be um, Israel Israelite priests. Right. People freaked out at Mount Sinai because it was thunder and lightning and so They'd on. And it Right? And so God, <laughs> uh, it, it was the Levites who rallied to Moses with the whole uh, Golden Calf episode. So the Levites became sort of in the interim the priestly tribe. But as we see with David, there were on occasion, these sort of outliers of others taking on that role that was originally intended for all
1: of the ah, Israelites. Okay. okay. Sure. Okay.
0: So that's sort of the, the, the Old Testament gospel background. And then again, when we are baptized, we're joined to Jesus in all three of these roles. Right. Right. Um, so what I want to do in in a moment uh, is look at, start unpacking what the catechism says. Okay. But any questions about that sort of, background.
1: Mm, I don't think so. Okay.
0: So we're going to start on paragraph eight ninety-seven in okay. the catechism. So while Renee's turning there, if you're just tuning in, tuning in, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, talking today with Renee Kranz about what it means for all of us as Christians, all of us as Catholics, all of us who are baptized, <laughs> um, what it means for all of us to be priests, prophets, and kings in jesus christ so uh the other thing i should say to renee is this mm. goes back not just to exodus but this goes back in terms of god's plan all the way to the beginning okay adam and eve were were intended to hold all three roles mm. and there's some indications just little hints in the first couple chapters of genesis that that's what they did so, they were, so they're so sort of sort of supposed to be God's vice regents, stewards ruling on his behalf, king and queen, mm-hmm. um, who would offer sacrifice, priests, and who would speak his truth into the world, a prophet. Sure. Um, so this has always been part of God's plan, and it comes to fruition finally in Jesus, now some 2,000 years ago. Right. Finally, in the sense that, well, after Adam and Eve, it was a long
1: time. Right. Ago. Okay. <laughs> so- so um, This is interesting that, that this is where you're going because- um, I use my catechism when I'm writing for the bishop's bulletin and different things, and have to look things up. Yeah, that was the last place I have tagged. Oh, how about that? The very same page you want yes, to start on. Yes,
0: indeed. That is great minds think alike, right, Renee?
1: Well, no, God just works in mysterious okay. ways. Right. Well, that's true. <laughs> it is very mysterious. That, uh,
0: so, what we're what I what I want to do um, is just kind of walk through this section, and again. Uh, We'll see if time permits us to finish today. Otherwise, we'll continue next week. Uh, But I want to walk through and actually read the catechism. Actually, have you read the catechism. Oh, goody. And then we'll unpack it. If you're you're okay with that, (laughs) put on your narrator voice. (sighs) I want a dramatic, I want a dramatic, I don't want, I don't want monotone. Renee, can you?
1: Do I usually read it really monotone?
0: I I didn't say that.
1: I, oh, right. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So let's start with 897. So, Uh, context in the catechism, this is the part of the catechism, uh, where it's talking about the church and the different states of life within the church. The ordained, we'll get to the religious later or the catechism is, but right here after the ordained, we talk about the lay faithful.
1: Right. You want just the first paragraph there? All right. Uh, the term laity is here understood to mean all the faithful except those in holy orders and those who belong to a religious state approved by the church. That is, the faithful who by baptism are incorporated into Christ and integrated into the people of God are made sharers in their particular way in the priestly, prophetic, and kingly Mm. office of Christ and have their own part to play in the mission of the whole Christian people in the church and in the world.
0: So this is a quote from Vatican II, one of Vatican II's documents, one of the most important documents, Lumen Gentium, um, which is the dogmatic constitution on the church in the world. Mm-hmm. So uh, dogmatic constitution on the church. So this is, at Vatican II, this document is the, the most developed. And in, in paragraph 31 or article 51 of Lumen Gentium, we get this paragraph. So 897 of the Catechism is all a quote from Lumen Gentium. And I, I love a couple of things about this. So I do this to um, Catholics one of my torture techniques oh, is as Oh,
1: Great, fun. So, as if we don't get enough.
0: Right, but but you're not going to be tortured because you've you've got <laughs> okay, it in good. front of you. Yeah, oh, so good. I'm just describing <laughs> my torture technique. To you. Um, I ask people to, to define the laity, mm-hmm. define, and most people say, "Well, as in the first sentence from Gensi, mm-hmm. well, they're the ones who you know, not not priests and they're not right. religious. They are they aren't priests." So, okay, now define the laity without using "not" or "aren't." <laughs> Uh, words, you know, to right. say what they aren't. Who are you? But say, yeah, rather yeah. than say what you're not, say what you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I, I remember, just just the other day as a recording, I, I did this uh, with a group of, of laity and they got really clever in their attempts to still <laughs> use sort of Circumvent not art not. Yeah, uh, to say that without using the actual words. <laughs> uh, but that's where the the rest of this particular paragraph from Lumen and Gentium quoted in the, in the catechism to me is, is so helpful. Mm-hmm. So they're not ordained. They're not religious. That is, the faith. they are the faithful who by pap- baptism are incorporated into Christ, integrated in the people, God made shares and have their own part to play in the mission of the whole Christian people in the church, in the world. So all of us as baptized, so every state in the church, ordained, laity, religious, all of us um, are baptized into... We're, we're, right. we're obviously all baptized. Nobody, you undo your baptism when you get ordained. and right. or make religious <laughs> vows. Um, so all three states participate in Christ's office: priest, prophet, and king. Mm-hmm. Um, a cloistered religious community, like a Carmelite uh, convent mm-hmm. or monastery. Uh, Participates in Jesus' threefold office: priest, prophet, and king. Mm -hmm. The ordained do, but the laity do as well. But we all do that according to our state in life. What that looks like, how I exercise uh, my uh, that priest priestly, prophetic, and kingly role. I do it differently than from how a priest does it or how religious does it, but we're all called to do that. Okay. Okay. So we just do it differently. So the Mm -hmm. the rest of, well, actually not yet. So this next section of the catechism, the next few paragraphs are going to talk about in general, our vocation as lay people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we're going to get into how we participate in this threefold office. So 898, Renee.
1: By reason of their special vocation, it belongs to the laity to seek the kingdom of God by engaging in temporal affairs and directing them according to God's will, it pertains to them in a special way so to illuminate. Sorry, I'm having to look past the microphone. Oh, I know, I know. my glasses. And yeah, <clears throat> sorry, it pertains to them in a special way so to illuminate and order all temporal things with which they are closely associated, that these may always be affected and grow according to Christ and may be to the glory of the creator and redeemer.
0: So it's really important. Something really important now. Okay. We, I, I think I've done this on ignition before. I'm scared. <laughs> Renee Kranz, you're familiar with Charlie Brown. With what? Charlie Brown.
1: Yes, I'm familiar with Charlie Brown.
0: Tell me, Renee Kranz, what does Charlie Brown's teacher sound like?
1: Wah, 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 wah.
0: Exactly. We Everybody, it's always, it's the same. Wah, 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 wah. wah. There's always six wahs, <laughs> and they're always in the same wah, intonation. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> It's really easy as whether whether you're just listening to Renee or if you pulled up 898, to just start of going for the, for these words to become wah, 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 wah <laughs> in your mind, in your heart. Don't let that
1: happen. Right.
0: Don't let it be yada, yada, yada. Um, as Elaine Bettis might say <laughs> from another show, Seinfeld. Um, oh yeah. Sit with these words. So this is also, this is another quote from Lumengensium. Article thirty one, the second paragraph of Article thirty one. Mm-hmm. So it's elaborating on what was said in in the previous quote. By reason of their special vocation, it belongs to the laity. So it's it's saying it's going to say now what distinguishes how. So I, I said we are priest, prophet, and king um, in Christ differently than ordained and religious. Right. So how are we? Well, it belongs to us, to the laity, to seek the kingdom of God by engaging in temporal affairs. That's worldly affairs. Mm-hmm. And directing them according to affected and grow according to Jesus to the glory. Blah blah blah, <laughs> blah 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 blah. Like
1: everybody needs to read that. Like they do ten times a day. So
0: what this means? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so what this means is everything I do should be suffused by my faith in Jesus yes. Christ. Every now, okay, and it's easy for. People to look at the three of us in this room right now. Well, they're not looking at at least, but they're looking at you and I, right? Right. Uh, Or at least listening to us. Oh yeah, you guys work for the church, obviously. No, 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 Mm no. It's everybody in every, whatever. So we're talking about the laity. Mm -hmm. Whatever you do day to day, maybe you're retired and Mm -hmm. you're enjoying your retirement. Mm -hmm. We're called to, in in these words, Seek the kingdom of God by engage in by engaging in our retire your retirement, and directing those affairs according to God's will. Mm-hmm. So your interactions with people, to what maybe you're homebound and you hardly ever interact, but I guarantee you have some interaction with yeah. somebody. Yeah. And and the way that you go about your day to day, even as a person who's, who's homebound because of health reasons or mm-hmm. something, as laity, we're called to bring the gospel into the into our daily lives. Now. Um, I think it's even easier to see that with people maybe who have have jobs, who do mm-hmm. leave their house mm-hmm. and they go out and they're grocery store checkout clerks or they're bank tellers <clears throat>
1: their lawyers, lawyers or
0: lawyers or they're doctors, farmers, farmers. Whatever it is, all of us, all of us. As lay people are called, again, in the words of Vatican II, quoted by the Catechism, we're called to seek the kingdom of God by engaging in our daily affairs in the world and directing the, and directing engaging them and directing them according to God's will. We illuminate and order all worldly things that we are closely associated with so they might be affected and grow according to Jesus for his glory. Mm-hmm. That's what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't sign up for that. Well, I'm sorry, but when you got baptized, that's what happened.
1: When God created you. Oh. Um, and then you're back. Well, yes. Okay. So uh, if you're not baptized, uh, you really have an excuse?
0: Well, we're all called to. as you're adults, you can go, to, go
1: fi- you can go figure it out.
0: Well, yeah. But, but, but So what I'm saying, but this is the vocation <laughs> yes, of the, ba- yes, the the laity yes. who are baptized. Yes. Now, all, everybody's mm-hmm. called into the church. Yeah. So in that sense, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. Let's um, let's start. Let let's go with eight ninety nine. And...
1: all right, uh, the initiative of lay Christians is necessary, especially when the matter involves discovering or inventing the means for permeating social, political, and economic realities with the demands of Christian doctrine and life. This initiative is a normal element of the life of the church.
0: Okay. Stop right there. <clears throat> So we're gonna have to continue into I,
1: yeah I obviously. Happen. So the,
0: the, the, uh, we get a quote. This is eight ninety nine. Um, that's what what you Renee just read is not a quote, but there is going to be a quote from Pius the twelfth. We'll save that for next week. The, what you just said. So what we have. So our initiative, our role is necessary. It's not. It would be nice if yeah. the laity would. No no no. It's necessary. Our initiative is necessary, especially when it's about discovering or inventing the means for permeating social, political, and economic realities with the demands of Christian doctrine and life. So, in other words, our job is to take Christian doctrine and life Mm -hmm. and
1: not just... Little, Dribble a little, drop here and drop there. A drop here, little, a
0: yeah. little, little salt shake on it. No, no, <laughs> permeate. Cover it
1: in gravy, people. Per- no,
0: no, no, not even whole- co- No, I want it inside. Oh, okay, yes, you're I right. I want it throughout. So,
1: yes, we need an infusion.
0: Infusion, yes, yes, yes. 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 So, yeah, we, uh, what's a food metaphor with it? What do you infuse? Food?
1: When you do turkey. You infuse okay. it. There we go. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. All
0: right. So we're called to take (laughs) Christian doctrine and Christian life and infuse that into social, political, and economic realities. And guess what? Father has no idea how to do that. Okay. Bishop has no idea how to do that. The Holy <laughs> Father has no idea how to do that. Now they have some principles right. that they share with us, but it's the, it's the, our initiative, which is necessary in order for that permeation, that infusion to happen. Yeah. Okay.
1: And by the way, we've been really bad at it. And,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's, what, yeah, that, that's yeah. what Vatican II. This is one yes. of the big implications of the second Vatican council. This is what we're called to do. Yeah. This episode of ignition. Again, you can email us ignition at sfcatholic.org with questions, questions about today's episode or ideas for future ones. And until next time, may God bless you.